What is the event podcast will begin in five, three, one, four. Welcome to What is the Event Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. Your place to talk about the event. Our responsibility is to protect the American public as a whole. Protect them from the truth. We don't have a choice. Not when the truth is that we've been infiltrated by an unknown number of non-humans who possess devastating technological power that we have no defense against. Welcome back to What is the Event Podcast, episode 1.13. This week we'll be talking about to protect them from the truth. The latest episode of the event, which has just aired, Monday, October the 4th, on NBC, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, and then again, 9 p.m. Pacific Time as well. So here in just a little while, we'll jump into a revent cap, and I think I'm going to try that a little different this week. Uh, I know some people don't really like a word-for-word kind of recap of the entire episode and whatnot. So I'm going to try to just pick out a few things that I I really want to focus in on and just talk about those for a few minutes, and then we'll jump into the event line. We'll have your thoughts, your theories, your comments, whatever it might be. I have a few things from Twitter already, and maybe we'll have more as the night progresses. And I do want to try to have this out on Monday night versus 3 a.m. on Tuesday morning because that made my week rather long last week, (laughs) being up late. And I had some other engagements throughout the week, and so it was a it was a it was a rough week last week, um, just a little. So hopefully, I'll have this completed well before the uh, three o'clock in the morning hour. And so, um, anyway, I do just want to go ahead and uh, jump into the new and improved, hopefully, I'll do your thoughts afterwards, version of the revent cap. The Revent Cap, the, the portion of the portion of this show where we recap, recap the event. All right, we're going to jump into the Revent Cap. And there is uh, lots of stuff going on tonight's episode. And it, it's one of those things, it's kind of hard to take some things chronologically. This story was definitely a little more chronological than most of the ones we've seen thus far. So maybe those who don't like the time jumping will be a little more happy. Uh, we kind of have a couple different storylines going on. I'm going to talk about Sean's storyline just a little bit first since he's kind of where we started. Like, we see Sean the hero again. We see him uh, rescuing Agent Collier and uh, attempting to go back for the other agent who died in a car accident. And then uh, Sean <laughs> made some some good decisions and some kind of stupid decisions in this episode. It seemed like, like uh, we see that he knew that Agent Collier called the FBI, like it was his plan, I guess, and then he hid away and went to the FBI office and was able to track down Vicky in the system. And then we see that these uh, people apparently working for Thomas, or, or was it? That was the one thing I, I was questioning. I uh, It sounded to me almost like they were talking to Sterling on the phone, but I don't have a TVR anymore. And so I don't have the capability right now to go back and re-listen to it to see if it was Sterling or someone else. But it, it kind of sounded like Sterling to me. But whoever it issued the, the call to to kill the call between Collier and the Washington, D.C. field office 
and then unleashed the Die Hard 1 style attack of the office by these two guys. That was just kind of interesting. Like, it was exciting. You know, it was like the show definitely picked up the pace from there on to the end of the show. But um, Sean's whole idea today of, oh, I'll stow away and go to the FBI office. I mean, that just seems kind of dumb a little. Like, it worked out for him eventually. But, I don't know, I guess it's one of those things you go to the last place they look for you. I don't know. That it just seems kind of silly, just a little. But uh, it did work out, as we see, that Collier helped him and they were able to escape and that they are on the lookout for Vicky. So that'll be interesting to see how that progresses. And uh, I don't know, we, we definitely continue to see Sterling kind of as a bad type character. Um, he just looks really shady and says things to people. And uh, if that definitely was him on the phone, that would definitely be a bad um, indicator that he's not a good fellow. His conversation with the vice president was just kind of shady. Like the vice president Jarvis comes in and he asks him who investigates the investigator and then he just kind of dismisses him. Like Sterling is just kind of a jerk to him a little bit. A few of the things I felt like we were being teased tonight, quite honestly, especially with William, uh, had had my hopes up that this guy was actually going to say something to Sterling and to the president. So we're going to find out some answers, like concrete answers, like this is where we're from. This is why we're here. This is what we're going to do. And, um, but no, and I tweeted on, uh, that I saw something coming. Like I definitely saw the fact that Maya was going to kill him when she came in and figured out what he was doing. She was like, uh, I was like, oh, she's going to kill him. Like that is just not very nice of them. Like really like, Oh, here's some answers they are coming. And then we kill your guy that's going to tell you the answers. Cause apparently these people, whatever they are, are pretty loyal to one another, except for, for some reason, William was not. And then we do have the Layla storyline of her and Vicky um, being, her being transported around, be put in a container, and that, that whole deal. We did find out that Vicky was working, uh, at least back in 2002, for like a part of the CIA as like a black ops shadow division, which is somewhat interesting. But I guess that's maybe... Um, where all of these people were recruited from, or maybe they're still working for the CIA, because that is kind of a repeated theme throughout movies and television, that the different branches of the the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, the Homeland Security, those people don't really share information very well. It doesn't seem like, I mean, I don't know what the real case is, but in movies and television, it seems like they don't get along and don't really help each other. So uh, that may be the case here as well. Or they could just be evil, alien-working people. Who knows? Okay, let's go on to the end of the episode. Because like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to do a full recap of the whole thing. Okay, the end of the episode, we're in the temporary morgue for the 514 victims. And there's a guard in there all by himself. It's really creepy. Then he notices this woman is moving. She opens her eyes. She starts twitching. I'm like, yes, zombies. woo And I was just waiting for somebody to stand up and go, oh, brains, or something to that effect but I'm sure that's not the case. Um, but that was interesting that they were dead, or at least appeared dead, and now they are back. Um, as we saw, almost everyone um, in there either moving or sitting up or, or something, and uh, Jinx is calling for help and telling some more people to get down there. So that was definitely a cool ending to the show. And it's like, whoa, what's going to happen next? And I want to see next week's episode. So that's the one good thing 
um, like I talked about a long time ago, like several episodes back. If there's a good cliffhanger at the end of the episode, that makes you want to watch the next one. And that'll make for good, good entertainment on DVD or Blu-ray that you don't have to wait a week to see the next episode. So that'll be fun to rewatch um, in, you know, three, four, eight, ten, twenty-four episodes all at once. And so, um, so yeah, that definitely was a good ending tonight. And uh, I know we're, we're, I guess we'll get into that a little more right now. Why not? But the whole thing with um, the fact that they appeared to be dead, or maybe they were dead. Uh, I don't know if necessarily we want to go into the whole, they were reanimated, they were actually dead. I mean, there are toxins, there are things in the world that can make someone appear to be dead, but they're not. It just slows their bodily functions down really, really slowly. Um, like we know of of things like, I think there's a fish toxin. There's the spiders on Lost, for instance. <laughs> there's, you know, just different things that, that people... Um, have found over the years that have been able to produce a somewhat dead like state in a person. And those are used a lot of times in movies and television shows. Like I mentioned lost on Nikki and Paolo, that wonderful episode where they were um, poisoned and frozen and thought they were dead, but they weren't. And then we have Lord Blackwood in the, uh, Sherlock Holmes movie pretty recently. I know there's been others. Like if you go back as far as the Serpent in the Rainbow, like the whole movie about zombies, and not not the movie zombies where you know Night of the Living Dead kind of zombies, but the original type of zombies who were people who were controlled by others, uh, and that was more of a chemical controlling and a fake death, more or less. It looks like they're dead. Their body slows down um, its functions and they wake back up and are impaired and can be manipulated, apparently. But yeah, the surfing in the rainbow was a, was an interesting little little thing about that. So uh, I definitely won't say they're zombies. <laughs> Just some some process or some other thing happened to them, um, and now they're awake again. Well, I guess that's enough initial reactions. We're gonna jump on over into the event line. And uh, hear what you have to say about a few things about the event. And then we will come back for the erratic event theory of the week. Oh, and by the way, I'll just go ahead and mention this. I didn't mention this earlier. I do now have the capability of making enhanced audio podcast. And so um, the podcast is going to be available in the AAC format or the MP3 format. And I was thinking about it. I know some podcasts have two separate feeds. I think I'm just going to leave them on the same feed unless you guys really don't like that. That way you can choose which one you want. I don't have to make a new feed. I don't have to, to change anything necessarily other than the fact I will post two items to the feed whenever I make a, a new episode. So hopefully if you have iTunes, an iPod, or iPhone, you can enjoy the pictures. It changes the chapters. And the chapters is probably the best part. That you don't You can skip ahead. Um, like I've been doing a little thing at the end of some of the episodes where it's like, you know, I'm going to talk about the next title of the next episode, and here's a description. Skip ahead 30 seconds. Well, now you can skip to the next chapter. Much easier um, to do, and I can also include links, so you can click on, uh, you know, link to Truthseeker 5314 or something like that just to make it more um, interactive. Uh, so that'll be fun. And so that will be available to you if you like it, or if you don't, if that's not you know going to help you at all. If you have a Zoom or some other thing that won't play AAC formatted things, 
Maybe I don't. I don't. I don't have a Zoom, so I like I like the AAC format. Uh, and the podcast that I subscribe to that have that are fun. So anyway, we're gonna get into the event line, and we will be right back. We are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event, the line. event line. All right. Well, first up on the event line right now, we have some Twitter feedback. Some of this. I have a few Twitter feedbacks from Saturday night from the rewatch of episode two that was rebroadcast Saturday night at 8 p.m. A few things there. Well, first of all, I'll say this. I asked, one thing I asked was anyone watching the rebroadcast? And so a couple people responded and said, Gabble's Edge said, Out of M Podcast, yes, awesome show. Spa528 says, I am watching the Encore now. <laughs> hyphen, hyphen, commercial now. Hyphen, hyphen, undisturbable. Otherwise, Lady Wolf thirty three says, "Wow, at event podcast." And then uh, also, I re- responded to to Lady Wolf thirty three and said, "Wow," to the the show, and they said, "Oh yeah." Uh, also, Spa five two eight says, "At event podcast is still annoying when you are excited." My vote will be forty two minutes of uninterrupted viewing, which is much much better. Uh, Wolf Juice also said, "Yes, they're watching the." Rebroadcast, and that was exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And I responded back to Wolf Juice and said, I like to rebroadcast, but it would be nice to have captions like the from Lost Rebroadcast. And then um, Wolf Juice responded back to that. True, but they're already using the flashback technique of Lost. So, anyway, those were from Saturday night's the little rebroadcast, and also from tonight's um, new episode, Protect Them from the Truth, we have. T Windy Five said, "At event podcast and at the event cast, I like wondering and not being frustrated. I am enjoying the show as it flows." Spy Five Two Eight again says, "At event podcast, some answers, some complications, some things I'm not believing yet." Dark Bulb, uh, I'd ask, you know, what do you think of the first thirty minutes? And Dark Bulb said, "You're on the West Coast. We're still two and a half hours until it airs," which is true. Um, XO Melly XO said Advent Podcast. Wow. And then Spot 528 said, uh, I said uh, I, earlier, I mentioned that I said I saw that coming on Twitter um, when Maya killed William. Um, Spot 528 responded to that said, I have to admit I did too, but it, it surprised me like crazy. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. And then also Expedition Novel um, posted this as their Twitter status and then also directed messaged it to me. Said my complete review of the event episode three as follows: WTF? Question mark? Dot dot dot? OMG! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! And uh, yeah, that was a fun episode. And those were some of our Twitter feedbacks here on the event line. One other thing I do want to mention real quick is I was supposed to have a co-host tonight and that did not work out. So sorry about that, everyone. And uh, I guess we're going to go on over to the Erratic Event Theory of the Week. Okay. My Erratic Event Theory of the Week would be that the people, the detainees who are free and roaming through the country and um, abducting people and moving airplanes and apparently killing them and yet not killing them, having the power to make them either appear dead or actually resurrecting them, one or the other. Who knows? Uh, These people... Um, did this through somewhat of a similar technology as their previous um, display we've seen, how they moved the plane. There was a lot of electromagnetism, and I believe that their control of electromagnetism somehow induced this state 
in these people. Like we know that there is iron in the blood, that your blood actually does conduct electricity, that there's definitely your, your body can be influenced by magnetism. Uh, not on now the, the whole to the powerful effect of actually making you look like you are dead. That's kind of a strange thing, but hey, this is science fiction. So I'm going to say that there, whether it is a mental or mechanical way of doing this, they are able to to produce this effect through their manipulation of magnetism. That is my erratic event theory of the week. And that is pretty much going to wrap up our show for the week. One other thing I do want to mention real quick is, okay, now that these people are waking up, the government has 183 more detainees. They have these people that are um, supposedly dead now from the story they've told the world that this plane went down in the Brazilian rainforest. And um, so now they have 183 people they have to deal with and have to put somewhere and... That's a pretty sticky situation for them to be involved in yet again with even another plane load of people um, that they are going to have to contain and apparently not let them out or that would you know mess up their whole story. Um, so that is going to be interesting too how they're going to deal with that and what the aftermath will be. So I yeah, just want to just remember I want to throw that out there. So. Share your thoughts, theories, comments, or questions. So I hope you have enjoyed episode three, Protect Them From The Truth. It definitely got exciting near the end and makes you want to look forward to next week's episode. And uh, we will get into that next week's episode's title and official description in the next episode this week, which will probably be a Friday episode this week. Like a, a Friday night, not like a early Friday morning thing. But we will uh, we'll get into that then. In our little spoiler section, and that's the most spoilers it is. It's just a title and a description, which isn't too spoilerific. And uh, also, always as always, I want to give you opportunity to contact the show. You can be part of the event line. You can call us at 773-41-EVENT. You can also call us on Skype for free. All you have to do is look up Event Podcast in Skype and find us there. And we would love to have your voicemail. And also, you can email us at whatistheeventpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to go to whatistheeventpodcast.com for all important information about our show as well as the event. And then you can also check us out on Twitter. We're at twitter.com slash eventpodcast. And we're also on Facebook. It's twitter.com, <laughs> facebook.com slash eventpodcast. So we would love to hear from you and hear your thoughts, your theories, your comments about the event. And so if you didn't make it in for this Tuesday, early Tuesday morning edition of the show, please submit your thoughts and they'll be included in the Friday edition, um, which is really my idea is more focused on what you have to say, not what I have to say. So we'd love to have your, your contributions. All right, well... I guess that'll wrap us up, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs> Peace. He's going to tell them about the event.